Bless us tonight and give us double portion of blessing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Okay, let's welcome ourselves. God bless you for coming. For bless you, we appreciate you. God bless you. And we are sitting far behind. Let's come together. Sit in front. Don't sit far behind. Don't sit far behind. Make sure you adjust yourself to the front. God bless you in Jesus' name. Anytime we talk about double portion, we are talking about abundant blessing. We are talking about kingdom blessing. We are reading Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 to 18, and Hebrew chapter 6, verses 13 and 14. That's what we are reading tonight. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said by myself have I son says the Lord for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son thy only son that in blessing I will bless thee somebody say amen, amen. say God will bless me with double portion blessing in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the star of heaven. Somebody say amen. amen. And as the sand which upon the seesaw, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemy. Say believing amen. amen. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. It shall be blessing upon blessing for you this month in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy double portion blessing in the name of Jesus. Say with me. Say the blessing of God am I. And in blessing. God will bless me. In multiplication. He will multiply me this month. In the name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 13 and 14. For when God made promise to Abraham. Because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. Say, believing, amen. amen. Say, in blessing, I can't hear you. God will bless me. Okay, turn to your neighbor, say, neighbor, I don't know about you, <laughs> but in blessing, God will bless me. In multiplication, it will multiply me. Praise the name of the Lord. So anytime we are talking about double portion, we are talking about blessing and multiplication in a higher dimension. God made a promise to Father Abraham that he's going to bless him. 
And the reason why he's going to bless him is because he has over his son. You know, and I said, when God was saying to Father Abraham that he has obeyed him, he was actually talking about Jesus. Because Jesus was the ram that was caught in the ticket that he took. So, so that God can say to us, in blessing, he's going to bless us. Say, in blessing, God is going to bless me. In multiplication, God is going to multiply me. Say again, say, in blessing, God is going to bless me. In multiplication, God is going to multiply me. I pray for you tonight, you will not be small. But I want you to know that when we come to blessing and multiplication, there are three things that determine that. I'm going to tell us three things that determine blessing and multiplication in the life of a believer. Number one is abundant mentality. You must believe that what you need for God to bless you is available. Don't have a grasshopper mentality. Don't have a mind of somebody that is scrambling for blessing, feeling that ah, the blessing is not enough. Always have an abundant mentality. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. When you think small, you become small. Somebody said, the place you look at life, determine what you see. If you are the folly, you are going to be looking at the problem ahead of you. It will be very, very big. But if you are the mountain top, you are going to be looking at the problem ahead of you as very small. So your position to life determine the way you think. So I'm challenging you tonight. Have a few points of abundance. Believe that even what you don't have is available. That's how God blesses people and multiplies people. That is why when you look to be done, God will say, lift up your eyes and see all the land I give to you. All the land you are able to see, I give it to you and to your descendant forever. God wants you to have abundant mentality. Don't look at yourself as a grasshopper and see others who are giants. Rather, see yourself as giants and other problems as grasshoppers. See them as small. God always wants you to see yourself from advantageous position. Don't limit yourself. Anybody that will enjoy abundant living must have a right self-esteem. To have good self-esteem about yourself is not a sin. That is where abundance comes from. You must believe that God is able to supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. All things, all things and all things. You must have abundant mentality. Believe that there is no money that you need that God cannot provide. Believe that there is no car that you need that God cannot provide. Believe that there is no house that you need that God cannot provide. Believe in abundance and you enjoy supernatural abundance in your life. Stop limiting yourself. Don't let the word categorize you and say because you are a teacher, because you are a salary earner, because you don't have business, because your background is poor, because you are the only person in your family, or because nobody has ever done something in your family. Never you look down at yourself. Have an abundant thinking. And before you know it, blessing will come into your life. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tents. Stretch out 
Do not limit yourself. Strengthen thy stake. For you will expand. You expand when you think big. When you think big thoughts, you attract big things. When you took small, you attract small things. People that are having big things, they don't have big head. Stop thinking small. Abundant mentality is what brings abundant blessing and multiplication. You must think big. If you refuse to think big, you have no space. You don't have a space to accommodate the blessing that God is bringing your way. You must have the ability to imagine big things even though you are small. You can dream it. You can imagine it. You can travel there. Somebody said, the only place to be a millionaire is for you to think like a millionaire and think big. And he said, how do I do it practically? Is it possible? He said, it is possible. He said, if you have a shop, price the car. He said, okay, if I don't have a shop and I don't have the opportunity, he said, goggle the car. Goggle will allow you to dream big and to believe possibility. Think big. And when you think big, you stop complaining. When you stop complaining, abundant blessing will come to you. I pray as the economic hardship is biting other people harder, you don't have a reason to complain in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Can I hear your loudest amen? Nigeria problem will not lead you to develop BP in Jesus' name. I was at the filling station. You know, I said, two times that I killed here, I learned two great lessons. There was a time I was killed here, very close to us here. And as I was killing here, somebody brought a fencer, something like your car. He just decided not to kill and went straight inside the petrol station. And every one of us that are under the queue were looking at him. Maybe he has a, a fine car. Maybe he knows somebody there. So I look at myself in my car. I say, my car is big. This car is also fine. So I like the person inside me to move a little bit. And I went out of the queue. I went straight to the place. Went straight into the filling station. I say, I don't want to kill. Oh, yeah, put for there. And they said, greeting me, oh, pastor, 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 pastor. So, all other people that were coming with police uniform, they started complaining. All these big men, that's how they do. I said, we are big men. That's the way we behave. I have killed for almost 30 minutes before I changed my mind. I'm not killed again. If other people are not, why should I kill? I'm a big man too. I should have my own respect. Praise the name of the Lord. And one of the days also, I got there to buy food the second time. And I saw a man that brought one land cruiser, brand new, black. He was saying this side. I was saying this side. So he opened his tank. He said, fill it up. At that time, I think it was 350 or 300 something. So instead of filling, I was waiting. I waited until it was 70 point something liter. And as they were filling the tank, the man was dancing to the music beside his car. He was not even feeling the price. He said, fill it very well. And they feel it very well. After they finish feeling, he said, how much is it? Maybe around 24000 He said, that's just half tanko. If it's empty, I will buy like fifty. 
He just opened the boot, brought out the money. Ka, 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 ka. Give to the person. They say, what about you? I told my wife, the man did not feel it. I say, why will he feel it? When maybe probably the car is 50 million and the fuel is just 20,000. Just 20,000. Everything that you will need to enjoy your life this year, the Lord will provide for you. You will not lack any good thing. We read in our Bible that the young lion, they lack. Lion knew and they suffer hunger. Lion suffering hunger. They can run. They are muscular. They are king. He said, but those people that trust the Lord, they will know what? I cannot hear you. They will not do what? What do I hear from you? They will not lack any good thing. Turn to your neighbor for your information. This year, I will not lack any good thing. I have abundance of everything that I need in the name of Jesus. The Lord told me, have an abundant mentality and you will not suffer. Blessing and multiplication begin with the way you think first. Never you cut yourself low. It does not matter your age. It does not matter what the country is going through. It doesn't matter how much you are earning. You have a God that's above the universe that holds everything and it will surely supply your needs in the name of Jesus. We read 2 Corinthians the other time, chapter 9, verse 8, that says, God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Every grace that we produce abundance this year, receive in the name of Jesus. Whether it is divine connection, receive it in Jesus' name. Whether it is divine idea, receive it in Jesus' name. Whether it is divine help, receive it in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this year, you will not be stranded. You will not be limited. You will not be poor. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you are thinking big, God will be supplying it to you. Are you saying amen very well? You see, in the Bible, in Numbers chapter 13 and 14, the Israelites said, we saw giants who are like grasshopper. God said, if you say you are like grasshopper, you die like grasshopper. As many Buddha said, we are big. Our enemy are small. God said, you are going to overcome the enemy. It does not matter what Nigeria is going to, you overcome them in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody said, this season is the season that some people will get rich. This season, you are going to get richer. Amen. You will not become poorer. Amen. The one that is supplying your need will supply blessing to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I pray for every member of this church you will not be helpless. In the name of Jesus. In time of famine you will laugh. I prophesy you will laugh. I prophesy you will laugh. You will not go into poverty. You will not go into debt. Doors will open for you. Blessing will open for you. Opportunity will open for you. In the name of Jesus. Said by myself, I've I son that in blessing I will bless thee. 
How does God bless you? Number one, he gives you the abundant thinking. You are thinking big. You are thinking big. That's how to keep poverty. God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we think or ask. We have to think big. Then God will continue to do it. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Never you be limited by your thoughts. I will always want God to say that ah, you are thinking too big for him to say I can't come into your plan. Your thinking is too small. Somebody said when you think big you attract big things. He said when you think small you attract big trouble. Small people. I say small people they cause big trouble. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Number one thing that guarantee blessing is abundant taking. Look at it again in the life of a prodigal boy. The prodigal boy took his blessing, which was the original blessing number one, and ran away with it and wasted it. But when there was a farm in the land, he still remembered the father. In my father's house, there are so many higher servants that has enough to eat and to spare. There is abundance in my father's house. I will go to him. Look at that 15 verse 15 to 17. And he returned and he enjoyed the second, second portion. How did he enjoy the second portion, the second chance? He thought that way. When he joined himself to the city of that country and he said him to feed his, to feed his swine. What happened verse 16? But when he came to himself, verse 17, he said, my father has enough for his servants. Why should I be perishing here with hunger? But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father, Ayah's servant, have bread enough to spare? My father has more than enough. My God has more than enough provision. My God has more than one million ways to bless me. My father can open up his resources to surprise me. There is pleasant surprises with God. There is abundant provision with God. I don't care where you are tonight. If you can come back to your senses. I know that God is never limited with the resources. More doors will open for you. Oh, you have one job. But one job is not enough. God will open another job for you. You have two jobs. The two jobs is not enough. God will open the third one. One close. God will open seven doors for you. This year, you will not be harassed by poverty. You will not be limited in life. It shall be blessing upon blessing. I promise on you tonight, good news upon good news. Say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. And he shall hear the fruit of his labor. I promise it is well with you. In blessing, this year, God will bless you. In multiplication, God will multiply you. Say with me, in blessing, God will bless me. God will multiply me. I will enjoy double portion. I will think big. I will not think small. God is going to bless me. Somebody say amen to the time. Let there be no man here that will think small. Because when you think small, you become small. I've had so many practical experiences on how God wants you to think big. And I want you to think from where you are, you begin to think big. One of my staff, when I was the medical library, told me a story about how God changed his life. He said, because he grew up in the village, 
All that he loves to do is to do agbaro. What do they call agbaro in English? Eh? Labor work. Help somebody to cut grass. Help somebody to chase rabbits. Help somebody to plant. He said, when he makes money, the only thought he has for himself is to eat. People in the farm eat a lot. He said, when he saves all the money and he comes down home town to his hometown of Gumashaw, what he does, he looks for a good restaurant and eat all manner of meat and he will feel satisfied. He never thought about the future. That he need to pass for heck, he need to go to school. He never thought about it. So one day, a thought came to him that why don't I go to town and learn a trade? And they asked him, what trade will you learn? Because when he finished secondary school, he had uh, what we usually call heaven a parallel. So they asked him, and you know, that's not a strange thing in public school. They say, Kony, we pass out now. It doesn't matter. So they asked him, what job will you learn? He said, for Ghana, and work. So they put him where he was learning. So he learned how to do organizing and he was doing it very well. Until one day he gave his life to Christ. He said when he gave his life to Christ, his mentality changed. Number one thing that changed about him, watch my word, he started dressing well. We Christians, we are known for dressing well. Smart shoe, nice shirts. <laughs> you know, because in the church, you meet so many corporate people, you will dress well. He says, So anytime you go for organizing workshop, you say, Ah, it was a baby. Was it baby? Why are you too smart? He said, Oh, back here, I'm going to dress by. He said, He will look at himself, he will look at them. He will look at himself and look at them. And after some time, he started wearing shirts and tie. And they will laugh and laugh. And he was growing. And one day he had a dream. Somebody brought brand new trailer tire to him to do. And somebody gave him old tires of small, small kurukwe to patch. He was busy struggling with that small, small tires. And the man that brought the trailer tire said, why are you struggling with this small, small tire? Do this big one. I don't know how much one big tire is, but he says, that's five for what you are doing. Stop what you are doing. And finish. he said, no, me, oh, it is this small tire I will finish first. And the man walked away. Then he woke up. And God told him, think big. Think big. When you think big, I will help you to actualize it. And he did two things. Number one, he proposed to a registered nurse as an organizer in his church then. <laughs> that was number one way of thinking big. He proposed to somebody far, far higher than him. Academically, F9 parallel, organizer. <laughs> you are looking back. You are looking at David. <laughs> So, and after a lot of struggle and struggle and struggle, the sister agreed with some help of the counselors. Thank God for counselors. Oh. They agree. And he told the wife, in future, I will teach you. I will be the one that will be teaching you. And the lady laughed. 
The people that help him to secure the wife now say, now that you have married an educated person, you can't continue like this. You will work in the library. They help him to get library attendant. And he started working under me. And they say, you have to do work. And he asked him to do small sokoto. They use small sokoto in those days. In Oshobo here, he wrote Neko and Waek. He first passed four subjects. Later, he passed five subjects. And we told him, you cannot do jam. Jam is almighty. Do any course around that is degree. He applied for one school in the learning. And they gave him admission. After two years, we asked him to try jump. He did jump and passed for library science. Today is a PhD holder. The sister has not done her master's something now. He's actually teaching her. And he's one of our academic staff. If you think big, it won't be far before you get there. Abundant mentality it will guarantee blessing and multiplication. You may be born low, but don't think low. Think big from where you are. And God will bless you mightily in Jesus' name. Number two thing that guarantee blessing is ownership mentality. Ownership mentality. Never you have a mindset that it does not matter what happened. God has given you the resources for you to enjoy your life. Don't have a mentality that I don't care. Anytime you walk with an ownership mentality, God will multiply you. Ownership mentality. In Luke chapter 15, verse 28 to 29, to 30, the father said to the elder brother, all I have is yours. I've given it to you to manage. If you are not enjoying yourself, it is your fault. If you are not enjoying yourself, it is your fault. Manage your resources as if you are doing. You know the reason why some people are not blessed? Anytime they are employed, they will think that, My friend, you are the owner of your time. You are the owner of your resources. You are the owner of your future. You are the owner of your retirement. The way you lay your bed. Eh? Is the way you what? If you fail to manage your resources, including your time very well, you will not be blessed. When you have ownership mentality, whether you are working for somebody or you are working for yourself, you will develop and become a very great person. One of the reasons why so many people are poor in Nigeria is because they belong to nobody and they have nobody. The moment you begin to feel that your blessing belongs to you and you must manage it very well for a great future, you become very great in life. Never you think that uh, if I don't manage it, God is the one that will help me to do and if he doesn't help me to do, I'm like that. So many years, so many years ago, I was thinking about buying a car and I saved money. And in those days, there's a prayer point we used to pray. What we are not thinking. She you know what? I can't hear you. She you know what? She you know this way? What we are thinking. And God told me, that's the wrong prayer. 
He says, most people that destroy what they are thinking themselves, it is not me. If you manage it very well, I will add to it, I will multiply it, it will not diminish. I pray for you this year, your blessing will not diminish. Okay, somebody said, I do not mention this. Your glory will not diminish. Your favor will not diminish. You will increase mightily in the name of Jesus. That's what God showed me. Manage it. When you begin to have ownership mentality, everything that comes into your life, you will protect. You will preserve. You will manage. And when you manage well, multiple blessings will come into you. Look at the life of Joseph. As a young boy in his father's house. Excellent service. Anybody that wants to do moru, 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 maga, maga, he will report. That was the first verses we read in Genesis 7 verse 1 and 3. He said, the other children were like the sons of Belial. They do not even know that their father blessed belong to them. And they always do evil when they take the animal out. And Joseph will report. Somebody said that was the reason why the father loved him. My friend, let me tell you. One of the reasons why the father loved him is because he has ownership mentality. In Potiphar's house, the Bible says he served Potiphar's well. Even when temptation comes, he said, no, 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 no. I must do this work well without blemish. Ownership mentality. He got to the prison. The prison handed everything over to him because he was doing well. Anytime you have ownership mentality, you will automatically do well. You will manage well. The reason why you mismanage is because you feel that is not your own. In Matthew 25, when he gave them talent, he said, go and do business with this till I come. And when he came back, he asked them to give reports. And the prophet, he gave back to them. But there was a man that said, I know you, you're a hard man. And we are united fear God or fear man. So I was afraid of you. I dug it in the floor. And what did he do? Took it from him and gave it to the one that has ten. And what the law says, the one that has more will be given. How do you have more? You believe that you have ownership mindset. Ownership mindset. Ownership mindset. Ownership mindset. Have you noticed something? When you are riding your own car, you are gentle with it. Because you know that if anything happens to the car, you'll be responsible for the maintenance. Have you noticed when people start riding your car that they want to test its speed? How come that you are not testing your own speed? <laughs> because you know, if brake fail now and you bar somebody else, you are in trouble. So you want to drive very well and be careful. This is one of the reasons why most drivers don't own car. Because they know the way they use other person's car. But the moment you begin to have ownership mindset, multiple blessings will enter your life. Whatever it is that has been put in your care, manage it well. Luke chapter 16, verses 1 to 16. The Bible says, if you are not careful in another man's goods, who will give you your home? Who will give you your home? If you cannot manage another man's well as if it's your home, who will commit your trust in true riches? If you are doing anything as if it's not your home, it cannot multiply. The only thing that multiplies when you do anything that you are doing, commit it to your hand as if you are the owner. Then God will multiply your home and give you your home. The only thing that will eliminate waste in your life is to have the ownership 
mindset. Ownership mindset. Ownership mindset is what guarantees blessing and motivation. When the money is in your hand, it's your own. If you decide to blow it on suya, it's your own. Then you can be sure your future will be guaranteed by the way you feel about it. If you think, ah, I don't care, then tomorrow you also know that what you have refused to manage will live your life. You must have ownership mindset. Your time, your resources, your house, your ability, everything that God has given to you, have an ownership mindset and manage it very well. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Number three thing that guarantees blessing and multiplication is divine encounter. Encounter with God is real. It is true that problems of life are real. But one encounter with God can change your destiny forever. Genesis chapter 32. Genesis chapter 32. I think from verse 28. Genesis 32. Jacob had an encounter with God. His name changed. His destiny changed. The Lord blessed him tremendously by one encounter. You can remember a place where God has encountered you. Genesis chapter 28, 15 and 16, he had an encounter. That's why our covenant father, when God ministered to them, they will erect an altar and worship God there. They never forget. Because they know a place of encounter is a place of change of destiny. Anywhere you encounter God is a place where blessing happen to you. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men, and you have prevailed. Anytime we come to the presence of the Lord and we want abundance, what we should struggle for is an encounter in our spirits, in our hearts, a time that we know that you have met with God. We have not come to waste time. Christianity is not a religious activity. It's an encounter with divinity. You must encounter God every time we gather. It is not enough that we have sung. It is not enough that we have prayed. But if we enjoy encounter with the presence of the Lord, when we have an encounter with the presence of the Lord, we remember how God has encountered us and we we'll still be happy. The thing will still be fresh in our mind. It will be fresh in our mind. It will be fresh in our mind. The only thing you cannot forget in your life is place of divine encounter. I pray as we worship God this year, every time you step into this auditorium, may you have divine encounter. May the Lord heal your body. Use you to heal order. May you be a blessing. May the Lord bless your life. May the Lord give you generational blessing. As you pray, may the Lord answer. In the mighty name of Jesus, one encounter with God can take away all your sorrows in life. That is why. Even if there is only one person in church, the most important person to be in church is God. And for you to have an encounter with him. When you have an encounter with God, your story will change. Your story with you. I can give you testimony upon testimony of people that are Lord transformed because of one encounter with God. I've shared this story, but I know some of you must have forgotten about it. 
One woman, the Lord said to her, go to church and have an encounter with me. So she told her husband, I don't know when I will return. God said I should go and have an encounter. Nobody asked her. She just moved to the church in front of the altar, lay down and was praying for an encounter. Lord, I want your visitation. I want to receive a special touch from you. And one man of God was coming. Met the woman praying. And he said, may the Lord answer your prayer. Your prayer is answered. That man of God was also coming to the altar for an encounter with God. I want to have an encounter. He said, may the Lord answer your prayer. And the woman said, that word was like an arrow in my heart. It blessed me like no other. And 19 years barrenness was broken. An encounter with God. There was a Muslim student I watched on the news, on the internet, that he was in a church like this. And the man of God said, The Lord will change your story. And he started weeping from that night to the second night. And he said, When you said that word, it pierced into my hair and entered my heart. And as I opened my mouth to pray, I started speaking in tongue. And he said to that man, I have a question for you. How do I stop speaking in tongue? Even when I want to see other things, I find that I'm speaking in tongue. How do I stop praying? I don't know how to stop. When I start praying, I don't know how to stop. When I begin to speak in tongue, I don't know how to stop it. Is there any way they control it? An encounter with God can change your far fancy with the Spirit. If everything that we do is just bread and butter, come to church, do some other things like that. We are just like an unbeliever. We are not different. But once we have a genuine encounter with God, it will last in our life and it will transform us. There are still so many people in the church that are doing trade and battle. They just come on a Sunday, they trade and battle and go back. Come the next Sunday, trade and battle. They have never encountered God. When you encounter God, you will weep when no one is beating you. The place of encounter is a place of brokenness. Nothing matters to you again. Repentance becomes very easy. You want to genuinely repent. Because you feel Jesus might come today. Right, righteousness and preaching can come. So everyone that has offended you, you are willing to forgive them. You are willing to let go because an encounter with God will change your story completely. You become a new man. When the spirit of the Lord reveals himself to you and you have an encounter, you will be new entirely. And we are talking about blessing, double portion, all those will become natural with you because you will know within yourself that you have changed. You will know it. And when you know that you have changed, certain things will take place in your life that no one can take away from you. You will not be an ordinary person. In fact, for some of you that are students, when you get back home, your parents look at you and say, ah, you have changed so much because you have encountered God. Everyone that has their destiny transformed in the Bible is because they have an encounter with divinity. One encounter with God will change your story forever. Stand up on your feet. Blessing and motivation is your portion. But you need divine encounter for it to happen. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, 
I want an encounter with you on a daily basis. Let me have an encounter with the supernatural. Let me have an encounter with God. I don't want to walk here as somebody that is playing with time or that is wasting time. I want to have an encounter with divinity. I want my story to change in the mighty name of Jesus. Ten people in this church can cause a revival when they have an encounter with God. They will always want to return to this place. They will come. Nobody is leading them to prayer. They are weeping. They are saying, God, I know you are in this house. Other people may not know that you are here, but I know that you are here. I want to have a divine encounter with you. I don't want to be in the flesh. I want to see you. I want to have an encounter with divinity. I want your spirit to renew me. I want your spirit to energize me. They that wait on the Lord, it will renew their spirit. Renew my spirit and give me a encounter. The revival that I've longed for, let it come to pass in my own life. In my own life, touch me, Lord. Touch me again. Touch me like before. Touch me like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus, put your fire in my spirit. Put your fire in my spirit. Let me have an encounter with you. In the name of Jesus. That is what guarantee blessing. You will pray without end. Because you have enjoyed encounter. Lord, let me have an encounter with you. Let me have an encounter with your spirit. In the name of Jesus. I want to move into another realm. I want to move into a prepared realm. I want to move to a place of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. I receive divine encounter with divinity in the mighty name of Jesus so that there be a genuine transformation in my life. Let your fire burn in my soul. Let it burn in my soul and break me down and shake away every dirty thing, every dirty weight in my life in the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive divine encounter tonight. Jacob encountered God and his name changed. His story changed. His blessing was real. At the place of encounter is where you encounter the blessing of God. Lord, let me enjoy the divine encounter. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to have ownership mentality. I will not waste your resources that you have given to me. I will manage it very well. In the name of Jesus. Whether you are giving an office, the office is yours. If you manage it very well, God will give you another office. You manage it like your own. He will give you your own. If you are working for another man's job, you do it as your own. God will give you your own job. You are working with government. You are working with private organization. You need ownership mindset. Lord, I receive grace to have ownership mindset so that I can enjoy the blessing. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Help me to have an ownership mindset. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, in blessing, you will bless me. In multiplication, you will multiply me. Say, in blessing, you will bless me. In multiplication, you will multiply me. Say it another time. Lord, in blessing, you will bless me. In multiplication, you will multiply me. Help me to think big.
I receive abundant mentality. I remove limitation from my mind. In the name of Jesus, every limitation that is not allowing me to think, Lord, take it away from me. I receive every limitation away from my heart. Lord, help me to dream big and to think big. In the name of Jesus, grace for abundant mentality. I will not have a grasshopper mentality. In the name of Jesus, grace to be big. Grace to think big. Grace to dream big. Grace to move forward. Grace to be big this year. How are you praying at all? Lord, I receive it. By your grace. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. I'll be big. I will not be small. I'll be above only. I'll not be neat. I'll be blessed. I'll be a blessing. I will not be a liability. Are you saying it to yourself? In that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost here. Lord, for this purpose, you have called me to be blessed. And I will be blessed. I will not be poor. I will not be a beggar in the land. Open your mouth and pray. You have called me to be blessed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I'll say something. We are going to take the communion. The way unbelievers think is different from the way God thinks. Our mentality diva. You know, the Bible says, My ways are not your way, neither my thoughts are your way. As my thoughts, as the heart is far above heaven, so is my thought higher than your thoughts. Unbeliever think in an opposite direction of God. For instance, if you buy a car, unbeliever will feel that you will be poorer. That's what they think. If you get married, they will think, ah, in a way to pussy. That's a natural thinking. I'm coming. You. If you dress well on Sunday, they will say, as I say, very oshi. Be a lot on Sunday. Unbeliever never think that when you finish wearing good dress, other new dresses are coming. They will say, when you want to become poor, you start wearing five high dresses. That at the end of it all, you become poor. You will not be poor. But in God's kingdom, you dress well. <laughs> you dress well. No? That's what happened in God's kingdom. And as you are thanking God for the new dress that you are wearing, another one will come in. It's a sign that you are thinking big. You are not borrowing. It could be Ankara, it could be 1,000, it could be 2,000. It does not matter. Sew it well. Dress well. Why? Because you are not impressing anybody by dressing low. You are not impressing anybody. And when you dress well and you feel abundance, abundance will come your way. You will notice you become neater, you become better. And you have an emotional healing that will change your story. Do you hear me very well now? Abundant mentality make you feel that a better provision is coming. And I pray for you. This year, you will not wear a rag. Amen. The one that fills the bed will feed you. Amen. The one that clothes grass will clothe you. Amen. 
the one that decorate people it will beautify your life i pray for you tonight the blessing of god will be your portion wherever you appear this year you appear in glory in the name of jesus stand on your feet say i am not poor some of you are not saying it i am rich i am blessed in blessing they will bless me i want to hear you confessing it a multiplication it will multiply me i cannot be stranded i cannot be poor i have abundant mentality i cannot be limited nobody can harass me poverty cannot strangulate me i am blessed and i don't have apology for anybody i am blessed in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed if somebody says that you are poor tell them you are not poor i like i like the way the governor of aquahibon reply our presidential aspirants when he said that small boy that called himself a governor when he said that to him he said i'm a small boy and i'm happy that that, that man that executive governor was my age mate he said i don't have time to reply him because if i reply him he will not be able to carry it ah every word every word he said it's not just insulting me he's insulting all the acquired bomb people because god has blessed him i pray for you nobody will be qualified to insult you this year are you saying me very well? Amen. Say with me, God has blessed me. I cannot hide it. God has promoted me. I cannot be small. I may be small to my neighbor, but I'm not small in greatness. In blessing, God has blessed me. In multiplication, He has multiplied me. I refuse to be small. In the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Let us know that when it comes to double portion, we are talking about blessing and multiplication. Double portion is what? Blessing and multiplication. What's double portion? Blessing. And that is your portion in Jesus' name. And when those people in the TV arise were analyzing, they said, when he said that to the governor, he could not talk. When he said, Eleji, Eleji, he could not talk. Because he knew that was his source. But when he jabbed that way in Akwaibon, the man gave him food dose. You'll be blessed. You'll be above only. You will not be beneath. You'll move from glory to glory. Am I actually speaking to somebody this year? The year is still younger. You will not be poor. Ah, do you hear me very well? You will not be poor. You will not be a beggar. It's from glory to glory for you. From blessing to blessing. I pronounce upon you tonight, you are a big man. You are a big woman. You are blessed. In the name of Jesus. That we call double portion. Abundant mentality. Honashi mentality and divine encounter is what guarantee blessing never you feel sorry for yourself walk tall 
walk high. You have a God that never fails. And God is rich in resources. He will open doors for you. He will open doors for you. He will surprise you. Before the middle of this year, you'll be counting your millions. Amen. My wife tells me that. Do you know my husband? Do you know how much they are selling for? And I said, don't worry. We have money to buy it. We'll buy. We'll not be stranded. We have where to use. We're in this country together. We're enjoying it together. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will not beg for food. Every blessing that you need to enjoy yourself, receive in the name of Jesus. I don't know how God will do it, but I know my God will do it. He will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. In the name of Jesus. For anything that you need, receive it from his supply. Blessing upon blessing come upon you tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say blessing upon blessing. Is my portion. In the name of Jesus. Yeah.